Okay, Boker Tov, good morning. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, last Sunday, we were steiging and learning, but it was Shavu this morning. Actually, we left this time, you were probably eating your cheesecake uh, after a night of steiging and learning, or you were coming, getting ready to come to Second Minion. Uh, but, so I said last night it was, it was Shavu, but two weeks ago, we had discussed Onaz, Onaz as far as afflicting with overcharging people money and being honest in business. The Peleites says, however, there's another type of affliction, which is even worse than Aynas Mamun. Uh, All the gates are uh, are closed. It means people pray, they're upset. Necessarily, you can't indict you in, the he- in heaven unless you afflict them. If you persecute people, you harass people, um, Certainly, if you got to harass a relative, uh, that could get you a real big potch, a heavenly potch, because uh, all the gates are closed at some level, except for the gates of Ona, when you afflict a person, because you break a person down, you damage a person, you, 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 you hurt them. Such a person who afflicts another person gets punished by the creator of the world himself. Very often, Hashem, it's always, every, anything comes from God. Um, uh, this morning, uh, one of my children woke me up at four in the morning, quite unnecessarily, to say the least. Uh, quite unnecessarily. Um, and, uh, and then, I really did not sleep deeply after that. I was like, I was, I don't get, I wouldn't get up in, in uh, but I don't, I don't think I went to sleep till close to two. Also, it wasn't like I was sleeping for uh, since eleven o'clock. I, I went to like very close to two. Uh, so I was like, oh my goodness. So I, I'll tell you the truth. I, I, sometimes I just want to. I never want to kill my kids. But uh, <laughs> there's catharsis. How could you do that? But you know, I'll tell you. I, when I woke up, I was, I was. I thought to myself, listen, I have to tell them not to do this again. But Hashem decreed. That uh, that uh, I was supposed to get lasty. No kid means we're all shluchim, right? We're all we're, we're all there from from Hashem. But so Hashem can send a kid to wake you up. He can have a crank caller wake you up. If, if you're supposed to wake up in the morning, right, everything comes from God. No one could no one could hurt me or you, right? And it means Hashem has been over shluchim. Sometimes it's a mal, a mal, There's different ways, but this. You know who's going to direct the punishment? It's not going to be through any. It's a himself. You're going to get hit. Chas v'shalom. The gamba is a rab and kashlu kilo yado alman astavarim. They don't even realize onastavarim. I saw someone the other day speaking about kids, like teasing a little kid. Like mom is hurting teasing this kid. I'm not sure where the, what the heck that to tease a kid is. I'm not talking where the kid is is uh, you know playing along with you. I'm not. You call, you go over to a kid and say, you know, you look ugly. You know, you're weird. You know, or torture, you know. You know, some people, like, have fun torturing little kids. Like, they'll put them up, some, hanging my one leg backwards. I'm seriously. If you, uh, kids have feelings like adults have feelings. Uh, you know, making a, a cruel comment or a... Uh, a, a, uh, a, a negative comment in front of... Also... All of this, but who punishes you? Who, sh- who punishes you? 
Akashbarch, the Yadu Mahu Anastavar. People aren't even conscientious about it. Anything you say to a person, anything you say to a person is Onastavarim. Tamid, Mamar, Rabu Seinu, Zuchanavracha. If you want to know what you shouldn't say to a person, Da'alech, Sanei, Lechavach, Losavet. Anything you wouldn't, know, wouldn't want someone saying to you, if you would not want a person, now we're not talking about the, 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 um, the Nebuchals in Berkeley, who have any microaggression, like if you say a comment, like, you've, you've killed me, uh, you know, you say the word Trump, they like have, you know, anxiety. We're talking about people who are normal. Uh, you know, you say something to them, uh, and you would not want that to be done to you. Right? It's, it's an objective comment, or something like that, where you would not want someone to say to it. Now, it's a subjective, something where some, some, someone's bald. Imagine that. I can't imagine them being bald at all. And you call them baldy. Uh, no, you can call me, actually, don't call me bald. It's like, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, Rekiva, Rekiva was bald. Rekiva, the Rabbi Rekiva was bald. So, uh, and at one point, the Gemara calls him Karech, like the bald one. We have this week. In, uh, uh, right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Yeshua, Ben Karech, right, I'd say it's Rekiva. So the point is, is, some people are very sensitive about their hair. Like, they have bad hair, like girls, teenage girls. Oh my goodness, Shem, Shem Yishmar. You tell them your hair looks terrible. If a girl, like a 16-year-old girl, does another Shem, 16-year-old girl, their hair is terrible. Like, oh my God. Like, run to a mirror, like, you know, like, like the worst thing happens to them. So you wanna, on a serious note, you don't say things to people where you don't being saying to you. A snide comment, a cruel comment, um, you know, people are not conscious of it. Even when they, when they rebuke people or someone messes up, you have to throw in an extra punch, you know. Uh, if your wife ever gets a ticket, so if you, we get a ticket, we don't say anything. It's, it's understandable. It's a mistake, you know. If your wife gets a ticket, kind of very careless. You have to be careful. My wife may hear this one day. Be careless. She's, she's only had, but, but it's reality. So careless. How could this happen? You know, and like it's not like are you okay? Are you okay. You're careless, you know, it's terrible. Like, you throw in some extra words, you know, but everything's like this. If someone, someone's driving not careful, like, so it's not like, of course, listen, to be honest, if I was in a car with somebody driving like a maniac, I would get out of the car. I mean, I, I push it, I'm telling you right now, I'd say, get me out of this car. I would not ever get out of a car with a, a person driving a maniac. My life is too precious that I, or I'm not losing merits with the drive in a car with a maniac. Uh, but, you know, after I got out of the car, I would, would tell them you should drive safer. And I want to call them 50 names on top of it. Even when you're right, if you throw in negative ad hominem attacks at a person, it is an astavarim. I'm just saying that because that's in a case where, you know, going back to 4 o'clock in the morning, if I take one of my kids and say, what are you, a moron? You wake me up at 4 o'clock in the morning for something which is completely irrelevant. Do you know that I didn't sleep all last night? Come to you. Do you realize you ruined my whole day today? Like, and then you're a terrible person. You're evil. Like, you know, besides the fact that I, that I can probably emotionally damage my kids if I did that. But on a serious note, you know, doesn't, just because they were, I'm telling you, in this case, it was like, uh, I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, but, 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 had, aside from that, and I could tell them, you should not wake me up for this, was really not a good reason to wake a parent up uh, and, you know, ruin their sleep and affect their day. But, doesn't give me any, as a parent even, 
let alone anyone else in this world, any uh, any um, uh, had to uh, according to Lacha to say terrible comments to them, to, to to afflict them. At work, if you're a manager, you're not allowed. To, happens to be manager 101. You don't say hurtful things because then you become a poor manager. <laughs> People don't like you at the end of the day. So even when you're right, as you hurt your own position to do to 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 build people up, you know a good manager, right? Managing one on one is that you make people like you. They'll want to they'll want to do what you want to do. Right? A good leader, you empower people. Never you say negative. Con- I mean, barring very extreme cases. Uh, there are there are exceptions to every rule, and then it's not only strong, it's necessary for educational reasons or for leadership reasons, whatever it may be. But as a general rule, uh, you know, you don't say that stuff like the Gemara. Sometimes the people call there's like very strong names, and the Gemara say, "Why did this Tana or Mara do this?" But as a general, that's something to do. So whatever you don't want being done to you, like every manager is managed. Right? No one wants their, the vice president calling them a moron or or, or a complete idiot or fool. Or incompetent. So, if you want to do something, you tell them you have to improve your game, but don't attack the person, right? A person at shul, no one calls someone a Russia, okay? It's not, it's not a good, thing, good idea. You, you, you work with people. I, they, these are the nice developments are, that, that are, people are, are less conscientious of. Certainly, if just to go over to a person for no reason and say cruel comments is a complete disgrace. Nothing to do with Judaism, and it, and, and, as, and as he brings down, the Gemara says you'll be punished by God. Right? You hear a person, God forget, terrible things happen to their life. How does this happen to a person? Well, one way it could happen to a person is if you ter- say terrible, hurtful things to people, is that you can be punished from Hashem. It's not a small thing because people you, you emotionally damage a person. That damage, you know, I brought down children, you know, employees. Really, you can affect their whole psyche. I mean, uh, people around you, relatives, people who are vulnerable, you can affect them very, very deeply. Uh, and that is a terrible avera. Even, even, I was, I was going to cases even where you're somewhat justified to correct the person. It's never a justification uh, as a general rule, as a, you know, unless they're literally destructive and they're damaging things um, to, to afflict. For Rabin Ami Haaretz, and people, in, and even in his day, do it derech schaik. I think it's funny. Kalas reish, right? This being lighthanded. Kela harbas simcha shel haylelis. Vaharizel, I think it's funny. The guy walks over, they're at a pub. You know, the, the, the way they get to laugh is by laughing at other people. Lowly people do that, right? Everyone's sitting there laughing at other people. You know, I remember I was once walking by uh, 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 on, the, on Lincoln, there's a Starbucks there. You know, like that Starbucks in the corner, right where Chase? Yeah, yeah, in the corner. And like a car yeah. passed by of some guys, and there's some a little bit overweight ladies outside, and they start jeering at these ladies, like, and they're laughing their heads off. <laughs> what are you, a bunch of, I don't know what they said, you know, they, you know there's like an African. Because of their weight, you mean? Yeah, because there's African uh, animals that they refer to them as, and things like that, like, you know, big. Things, what so what? Whatever they call them, elephants, buffaloes, hippopotamuses. Right, whatever. But this is like these ladies. But imagine the following thing: these. I watch this happen. These ladies are sitting there enjoying their coffee. A bunch of losers who have nothing better to do with their lives drive by, 
right? As they're coming by, pull down the window, make jeering comments, laugh their heads off and go, what do you think those ladies feel like after that? And I'm just, oh, but the point is, is like, they've, these, those people, I'm guarantee you got punished. From, uh, they may have realized that maybe six weeks later or six months later, there, there's a punishment that comes from Hashem from that. But for any, what's right, I mean, it's a lowly thing. Now, not, no, very few people will do such lowly things. But when you're around people, the comments people make even think they're funny about it. It's bizarreness. It's not a Jew. It's so anti-Jewish. It's so far from the Torah to hurt somebody like that. And I, I once said this thing, and again, I'm not saying there's no leniency to this. They asked Shlomo Zalman Arbach about, about playing tackle football. And in Yishlam, there's a league, a tackle football league. And there's yeshiva kids that were in this league. It was like, a, you know, and they asked him, are you allowed to in general, could you go boxing? Could you put yourself in a ring where you hit somebody? Generally, hitting somebody is, a, is an, an sir. If you say, I'll let you hit me, I hit you. Right? Now, we always say, if a guy comes to you, you punch me, I punch you. Just for fun. Not really, you know, but maybe if you're boxing or football, I mean, football really can do a lot worse than getting punched. You can get a guy concussion, right? I played football when I was younger. Once in a while, I was foolish enough and I was very little to play tackle football. I didn't ask Shalazaman a question. I was 13 years old, unfortunately. But I remember a guy once took a guy's head and... Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. How's the coffee over here? Good. Good. Yeah. That, that guy's head who got smashed to the ground was not so good. You, know, you play tackle football. It's serious stuff. You, you can really hurt somebody. Um, so he asked Shalazaman a reaction. He didn't say... He couldn't even say us or forbidden. Permit. He said, how could you hurt somebody? Like, it bothered him. Like... How could a Jew physically hurt another Jew? Like, now, I want to tell you something very seriously. When you grow up, there's a, there's a Gaiisha song, which is so not Yiddish, called Sticks and Stones. <laughs> can hurt my bones, but names can never. They have that in France? Hurt me? Never heard this song before. It's a story I've heard. Sticks and Stones can never hurt my bones, but names can hurt me. Belsky. Yeah, it's not a Jewish song. Uh, hey, much more damaging. You want to talk about much more damaging if, you, if a kid, if a person is emotionally abused in school or in life, they will. They, you could damage their whole self-esteem. Obviously, if you there's ways to physically damage a person permanently, also. But you know what? When you're younger, your kid gets beat up on the basketball court one day. You walk on. You give a kid. Uh, you, uh, you, 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 you destroy his self, sense of self, you could really damage. You are the person, people, people a parent said something, a spouse said something, a, 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 a relative said something, a co-worker. You could damage people's friends. You damage people, emotional damage. I, I, I think of that, how could a Jew do that to another Jew? How could a human do that to another human? You know, how do you drive by a car and call people a hippopotamus or an elephant? Like, I mean, what are you doing to a person? Like, how do you, how do you say to your, to, to your spouse who you're supposed to be married to, you know, you're a terrible person or you're careless? Like, you know, you say, be more careful, be a little bit more of this. How do you say to a kid, I hate you? You don't think parents ever say to kids? Do you know what that does when you tell someone you hate them? Right? You know... Uh, if if uh, a neo-Nazi walked by, you hate you. You wouldn't like that. And your parent says it when you when a child says it to a parent, even crazy or a child. 
child says that to a parent, I'm not talking about a, a tantruming teenager who are completely out of control. I'm talking about adults. Adults. How do you say? Forgetting, forgetting everything. Where's the Anas Tavarim? You'd say that. Anas Yanish. You know, usually Jews don't talk about it, but you didn't know there's a serious punishment for this. You know, in, in general, by the way, with the Torah, we're talking about like you break Shabbos, there's serious punishments. When you, when you, if you would eat on Yom Kippur, what are the point of the punishments? It's to, to st- get you far away from this. This is serious stuff. Stay far away. Don't get close to this. Don't say, and people get upset. They have their own anger, you know, and they bring it out on other people. Um, uh, your own thing, your own joy can turn to and according um, um, to the severity, should be more careful. There are some people who are so sensitive, but with other people, they're not at all. I'm right, or I'm only joking. By the way, it's very interesting. People who get hurt, one of the ways they do it is they hurt other people. It's like their own self-esteem is built up by passing on the wealth. Right? They, they will, I'm only joking, don't be so sensitive. I was only joking, we're just laughing. Having a laugh calling you an elephant as you drive by or a giraffe or whatever, you know, uh, or saying you have a rat face. We're just joking when we call you a rat face. Have a, we're just joking. You know, who cares if you're called a rat face? You know, uh, you know, which is funny, actually. I'm telling you, so in my high school, I said, some, remember, someone looked, you look like a mouse. You have a mouse face. You have, mouse, you have Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> you know, you know, teen people, people are younger could be cruel. But we're only joking around. It's just, you know, it's only having some, some, some clean fun. Clean fun. At their expense. Uh, yeah. Um, it's only a joke. You can't Come on, relax. Don't be so tight. Don't be so uptight. And because you think that way, you don't even feel bad. Actually, you know, a couple of years my parents were honored by an organization in Florida. So they had, they, I, 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 this organization had, it was hundreds of people, and it was a very mixed crowd. About, I think at this dinner, there were about 800 people there, something like that, 700 people, or a lot of people, whatever it was. And so my parents were, uh, there were two or three honorees, and they were the honorees. So I went, and they had a comedian, as they had, they had serious part, they had a comedian. Um, I, I, I so disliked 80% of the stuff he said, his jokes and everything else. But anyway, there's complete stupidity. So I was learning. I was, and I, my parents were being honest. I'm on the front tables, 800 people. I'm learning from my Gemara. I'm not saying a word. I'm saying that I took a Gemara. I'm learning. This guy, I must have bothered him so much. Like, he made like, three comments to me. Rabbi, what are you doing already? Like, you know, you don't like my jokes? Like, in the front 800 people. I'm going to tell you something. How old are you, Rabbi? What? How old are you? It's two years ago. Two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, I'll tell you, I, I literally ignored him. I just kept learning. I didn't care at all. Personally, it didn't bother me whatsoever. It, I, I, I was thinking, this, guy's a, this guy is a loser. Like, he's sitting there 
making these dumb, crude jokes at some of them at other people's expense. I really didn't like the whole idea, to be honest. Um, I, I mean, comedians is there are there is health, there is good comedy, but uh, there's also poor comedy. Uh, like I like people, coming, you know. Some people knew me from my like, younger times. It's in Florida. My Menachem, are you okay? Or Rabbi, are you okay? You're like, I'm like, I didn't care. I, honestly, I'm telling you now, I didn't care at all. But now, as I'm saying something to myself, like this guy, if I did care, it was like 800 people in the room. I, I, I literally didn't care. Like, if he told me. I was picking my nose, and he called me out for picking my nose. Okay, I'd be embarrassed. And I, Robert, why are you picking your nose? But I was learning to you know, instead of listening to him. I didn't care at all. Honestly, I didn't care at all. But I'm like thinking back now, like this guy could have really hurt somebody. Comedian Jewish? Yeah, yeah, religious Jew, Orthodox Jew. I wouldn't call him a a a, 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 a Talmud Chacham, but he was, uh, you know, he was, uh, he, you know, he, he, he wore a yarmulke. But this is, you know, but my point is, I think the reason he could even do that. You know, nice. I'm thinking is that he's so used to making fun of things and people. You know, and most things, to be honest, you, I mean, who's making fun of, we're not individuals. But you get used to making fun of people, and then everything's a joke. You don't take. Can you imagine if I actually did care? It's not like even I said anything to him. I was just learning, but it bothered him that I was of the 800 people in the room. I was not listening to him. Like, can you imagine if I'm on a show and I would say, "Hey," and then I say, "You're sleeping." You know, like, come on! Like, you know, the guy like, wakes up, you know. Yeah, um, Wake me up if that happens. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, so there was actually, uh, there was, I think it was, there's a story of Lyndon Johnson, who's the president, he used to say um, that there was somebody who was giving a lecture and he was sitting down, giving a lecture like I'm sitting down right now in a, in a church. And one guy fell asleep on him. And uh, and he got annoyed. He was like bothered by the, you know that this guy fell asleep. And so he said, "Anyone who doesn't want to go to hell, you know, this is like a Southern Baptist, please rise." <laughs> like four hundred people get up, except him, except the guy sleeping. And then they said, then then, they, then he, he, he you know someone wakes him up and the pastor says, "I said, anyone who doesn't go to hell, please rise." And you're sitting. And the guy says, but pastor, you're also sitting. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not supposed to be sitting, but the pastor's sitting. Right? You know, this guy, you know, Lyndon Johnson, like these Lyndon Johnson, you know, lines he would say. So, 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 it went something like that. You know, but the point is, like, this guy, you know, like, you don't think about it. You get used to making fun of people and things. Like, 800 people in the room. I honestly didn't care. Again, if he would say I was picking my nose, maybe I would care, actually. I hope I wouldn't do that in anywhere. But the, the point is, is, this guy cannot even think about. I didn't say a word. I was learning. I had a Gemara open. You know, like, I think one thing, like, Robert, what are you learning? Like, I, I all like, you know, and I, I sat in I kept, I smiled, I kept learning. So, but, but it bothered him, and he could care less. And he was bothered for some stupid reason. There's 800 people in the room. You know, it bothered him enough to call me out in front of Andrew. And again, people came up to me, are you okay? I'm like, I didn't care. Honestly, it didn't bother me at all. And then, I really didn't bother me at all. But I think, like, like, how could you do that to anybody? The fact that people were concerned for me means, like, they, they would be bothered, you know. Um, I was more bothered this guy was sitting up there selling, telling dumb jokes. You know, that bothered me. You know, nothing else. But you can, you can get used to joking around and you just become a person who could hurt people. And you think it's funny. Uh, uh, or, it's, or, you know, especially, by the way, family get-togethers. 
or certain occasions, like there's certain people. Again, there is, there is, there is, there is health. There is a level where everyone can joke around. Like, remember, remember when this kid did this, and everyone thinks it's funny. And if that's the case, person is not sensitive, then fine. Or it's part of the family tradition, you know, of it, it making as long as legitimately the person's, but not. If you think it's funny, it's okay. You'll never appease your friend. You did nothing wrong. You can't, even if someone insults you, you can't insult them back. Right? Somebody does an Avera, somebody does something to you, right? You can't, you, this, because they didn't, like, you know, when someone, someone, a kid hits you, you punch the kid back. Not self-defense. Self-defense is something else. But you know what happens? You both get in trouble. <laughs> That's what happens in schools. It's like the fact that he hit you first is not an exemption to you, right? Uh, obviously, if you defend yourself, someone's punching you, you have to punch them back to defend yourself. But a kid hit you five minutes ago, ten minutes ago. Right? You know, like these old, you ever read these old stories in the 19th century, or the family feuds that would go on? Someone hit, hit you. So five weeks later, they hit them back. You know, gang warfare. They kill one of yours. Two weeks later, you, you kill them. That's not self-defense. That's vengeance, right? Self-defense is not vengeance. You have to defend yourself. Of course you defend yourself. You know, vengeance means, you know, you go back at the person. Someone gave you a, a line, and a week later, you have a good chance. They mess up. You slam them back. You know, you were waiting for that day for them to mess up, to give them that line back. And you say, it's just, you know, I, they did it to me. That does, that's not a justification. You know, Again, that people, this is, this is, he's saying this because this is where people mess up. They think that if I'm hurt, I can hurt them. You know, my wife hurt me, so I can say something hurtful to her. My friend said this, so I can say something hurtful. No, you, he ate treif, doesn't mean you can eat treif. Doesn't make it okay. Um, um, unless it's really, you know, a Right, it, it, it's it, it has to come from a place of uh, of uh, love. You know, meaning, obviously, if you're in a class and a kid does something really terrible, there is sometimes, under certain circumstances, a place to call it out and to really, again, it's a risky business. Depends on the age, depends on the circumstance, because people have to know this is a problem. Right, somebody uses foul language, racist language. Uh, Stuff like that, you have to say it's terrible. I mean, you should call it out what it is. It's terrible, it's foolish, it's stupid. Right? That's a case because there's a, a large crowd of people who will get the wrong idea under certain circumstances like that. But if it's a one-on-one thing, you, you don't do that. If it's a public thing, there are certain circumstances I, can, I know of where you have to say this is crazy to say that, right? If somebody would say a, a terrible thing, you have to call it out as, 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 as such. If it's purely for revenge, or you're emotional, or something like that. So that is forbidden. You're upset. Who cares you're upset? How about this? A person gets upset, and they say, because of you, I'm going to eat treif. You know? Uh, because of you, I'm going to break Shabbos. You, you insulted me, so now I'm going to break Shabbos. You, you, I, the fact that you're insulted doesn't give you your right to break Shabbos, doesn't give you your right to eat treif, and it doesn't give you a right to say, you know, to, to this person. And by the way, what happened? What ha- what happens when people are upset? Who do they take it out on? Which people are close to them. The number one, close people. They come up, somebody hurt them, somebody upsets them, they, they take it out on somebody. They're upset, they're stressed, they're angry, and they no. 
Because you're angry, you have no right to hurt anybody else, ever. Just like you have no right to break Shabbos. God, I was angry I broke Shabbos. God, I was angry I ate the pig sandwich. God, I was angry I decided to put shotness on. I'm not sure how, it's not usually a thing for anger. I'm, I'm putting on shotness. I'm upset. You know, you know, I'm putting on shotness. I'm going to eat, uh, you know, I'm going to eat klayim, you know, or make klayim. I'm going to go plant uh, grapes and wheat together. Like, what are you going to you upset? You're going to do another Isra Torah? You're going to say, you're upset, doesn't give you, two wrongs don't make a right. That's just the Yisrael in life. Doesn't give you a right, in, because what, usually people could say the most terrible things when they're angry. If you watch little six-year-old kids, or eight-year-old kids, they don't have the, the vocabulary to say, but you're dumb. Yesterday, we had guests. Somebody hit our, my son Aaron. Aaron is two. <laughs> so you know what Aaron did? He hit them back. So I, he's like, what was his answer? This person hit him first. Now his hits are not a thing, but he was upset. And in his upsetness, he hit the kid back. Right? Now, you know, that's what two year olds do. You know, and even, even my two year old, Aaron, I said, You cannot, Aaron. And he was all upset. Aaron, you know, no doing this. You know, but when you get a little bigger than two years old, it doesn't, it's not okay. It, it doesn't make it okay. And Isser is an Isser of Aynas Devarim. You cannot say, and introduce to loved ones or to, to close people. It's crazy. It's Pasha crazy. Um, it's, and if you think it's, it's besides, uh, besides Aynas uh, Devarim, you very often have been revenge, which is an Isser de Raisa. On top of that, right? Revenge means you did it, so I did it. So attack on another Isser de Raisa. Bavadik Shetiv Satura. And so the Torah says, "Shlo yoyne ishes amisa shlo im lo hutzuchel tzavas amisa mevakish tavaso." The after b'shuptini skinan they hit people. Allah feelim saro lo hutzuchel shalom lo iserah karaso. Even if a person hurts you, you cannot do it. V'imhu derech schoik. And if it's just you're a late, you're a bum, and you think you're being funny at some other people's expense, you know you're really being funny at your expense. You will get your due, your due date if you do that. If you make a living off hurting other people, you get your laughs at other people's expense. Uh, you get your laughs at other people's expense. You should know it's Bechalet Sanis. Shetchilas Yisru in the Talmud says in the beginning of all punishment uh, and the end of all destruction is a person who is a uh, 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 um, uh, 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 hurts people, damages people, has an astrom over prat, but onas ishto. And first and foremost, if you hurt your spouse, shemitayich, the Gemara says about Metsuya, shedim also Metsuya, oynesh onasa kreva. You hurt her, she cries, women cry easily. A woman cries because her husband makes a dumb comment to her or is upset at her, you know. Um, and a good Yiddish approach, the Gemara says, is always to be pleasant to people as a general default and look to make, you know, tzaddikim. I think if I had to define righteousness, it's a person that everybody they meet, they try to help make better. Now, sometimes you have to do tough love. There are students like, I'm a rov, so I deal with these things. There is a concept of tough love, but that's the exception far from the rule far from the rule, and even then it's coming from love. But to stomp hurt a person anytime, anywhere, 
it's not just non-Jewish. It's not just terrible and vile. Right? In this case, the Torah stresses to us there is a serious punishment. And the fact that Torah has to say there's a serious punishment is because people make uh, rationalizations that's okay, that's just funny, or they did it first, and it's never okay. And the biggest loser is a person who hurts others.